Welcome to our first gathering at the Smoker. Is that all you got? Yeah! So thank you guys for being flexible with us today. You know, we live in this world where everybody says, you go to church, let's go to church, and it's always a building. But I just want to remind you that in the Bible, when the word church is used, it means the people. So the church goes where we go. So we are the church, whether we're at work, we're at our homes, we're at gathering at the smoker, we're at Butler Farm, it doesn't matter, we are the church. So we just want to welcome everybody. Thank you for being flexible. I'm going to pray, and we're going to jump into worship this morning. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here at Small Town Barbecue in Princeville, Tennessee today. Father, I ask for a special blessing over James and Abigail and their kids and their business just for opening their doors to you, Lord. You put it on James's heart to have church here in this place, to bring the church here. So we thank you for his heart and I ask for a special blessing. Father, as we worship you, I know this is out of our comfort zone. It's a little different than usual. But Father, let us give you our hearts in worship. Holy Spirit, you're here just like you would be at the farm. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome your presence. Jesus, you be glorified. Amen. Jesus left us with communion. He left us with this act and he said, every time you do this, every time you do this, you're declaring that I died for you. That I was buried. That I was resurrected. That I ascended to the right hand of Jesus to prepare a place for my people, my church, the believers. So as we take communion, this is an act of warfare. It's an act of warfare against Satan and his demons. You've lost the battle. You have lost the battle because my almighty Yeshua has defeated you. You think you still have power. You think you can win these battles, but you lost the war. And when we take communion... We are declaring that you lost and we're reminding you that you lost and you hate it. <laughs> and we laugh because we have the power of the almighty blood of Jesus that overcomes any past, any hurt. So this morning when we take this bread that Jesus said, this is my body that was broken. We say this often, but I want you to think about what his body took on for you. He loves you, each of you, so much that he allowed himself to be spit on, humiliated, beat, punched, a crown of thorns stuck in his head, which would be excruciating pain in and of itself. 
Then he took on 39 lashes for our healing. Physical, emotional, spiritual, our healing. Because we're all broken people. We're all broken. We're all hurting. We're all fighting. And he took on those 39 lashings for us. Then he carried that cross. As if it wasn't enough to be beat within inches of your life, you had to carry that cross to where they would hang you. And you know what he said when he hung on that cross? Forgive them for they know not what they do. Even unto death, his heart was to save people. His purpose. So this bread reminds us of that body. So as you take this bread, let it be a reminder of what he took on for you. And then he was pierced. And his arms and his feet, blood coming down his head, all that blood was shed for each one of you. Every ounce of that blood was shed to cover you. Some of us think we're too far gone or we don't, ex we, don't, we don't deserve what he's got for us. We don't deserve to be saved. But he gave his blood, just like that song said, he left the 99 to chase the one and I was the one. Maybe more than once, I was the one that he had to leave the 99 to chase. And all of us have that story. But his blood covers those failures. There's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. See, the world wants everybody to think the Christians are going to condemn or the God's up there an evil judge. But Scripture says there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ because of this blood, because of what this juice represents. So as you take this today, let the healing, soaking blood of Jesus come over your life and lay down, lay down the hurts and the wounds. He said, take this juice in remembrance of my blood. you let my call or somebody or somebody help pick up because I need you for this. Parker's going to kind of lead us in our next song. There's going to be no music played. It's just words. If you don't know it, you'll pick up on it really quick. Parker has no idea what we're about to do. <laughs>
Let's sing it out.
Jesus, your name is worthy. Your name is worthy. Jesus, we know you never get tired of hearing the praise. The praise from our lips. And you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You know, last week we talked about our identity. Who remembers what your identity is? Give me one. Made in the image of God. Made in the image of God. I want everybody to say it with me. I am made in the image of God. Say it like you mean it. I am made in the image of God. What's the second one? I am a child of God. Say it with me. I am a child of God. Your words have power. Speaking of power, what's number three? That's right. So we're going to simplify that and say, I have the power. Say, I have the power. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And it lives in me. And what's the fourth one? Jesus gave us the authority. Say, Jesus gave me authority. To do the same. And greater works than him. Do you know why I wanted to say those again this morning? Because we can't ever... <laughs> yeah, she said, yeah, at least one person wants to know. <laughs> Jesus never gets tired of us praising him. Amen. And we should never get tired of declaring our identity in him. There's a little church meeting over there in that community center, right there. You know what he preached on last Sunday? Your identity. You think the Holy Spirit isn't good that he wants us to know right now where our identity is. There is a world full of people telling you your identity is in the wrong things. There may be a church full of people telling you your identity are in the wrong things. But your identity is in a child of God. You're made in his image. You have the power in you. You can do the same and greater things. We do a lot of counseling. And the number one thing I hear from people when I ask them, who is your enemy? You know who they say? Somebody said it. Say it louder. I say, who's your biggest enemy? And they think for a minute and they go, me. So where is their identity? They have been told over and over and over again that they are bad, they are wrong. And we carry that sometimes. But I know God wants us to hear the message of where he wants us to have our identity because you can't tell me this little church over here was talking about identity last week while we were talking about identity and it was a total coincidence. Oh, by the way, this little church over here is the man that took our pulpit to preach. So there's a connection there. So this morning, all I'm going to do is read part of one of those scriptures. We talked about Romans 8.11 last week but I want to read I'm going to read just about 10 verses or so I want to start at the first verse of Romans 8 it says so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ can you say no condemnation because I believe in Jesus and Paul says and because you belong to Jesus the power of the life giving spirit has freed you freed you, freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Sin leads to death. Jesus freed you. Thank you, Jesus. 
He said the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So we can't do it by ourselves. Paul is just reminding us. We tried to do it with sacrifices and it didn't work. We tried to do it with our actions and our works and it didn't work. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his son Jesus in a body like the bodies we have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us. See, too many of us are wearing this identity that I've done too much. I've done too many bad things and I just can't shed that. And this scripture says, in the body we're in, God declared... There's an end to sin's control over us. So it's up to us if we give it up or not. It's up to us if we let it be our identity. He did this so that just the requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us. Who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Holy Spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. We gotta change the way we think. We gotta change the way we talk. We can't keep believing that we're our enemy. No more we can't keep thinking. believing that no more stinking thinking, he said. <laughs> so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Who wants life? Who wants peace? For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die, the Spirit gives you life because you've been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature wants you to do. The power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. If you are led by the Spirit of God, you are a child of God. So we're going to finish this morning because I know everybody's smelling the barbecue and they're hungry and your communion was just a little appetizer. <laughs> but we're going to sing a song we ended with last week called No Longer Slaves. Because the reality is when we say I can't be anybody but who I was. It's fear. It's fear lying to us saying you've done too much and you can't be good enough. It's fear that says you can't change your identity. So when we shout, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. We are restating our identity and there are power in those words. So this morning, I want you to sing this song like you mean it. Not like you're obligated to so you can get on to the next step of eating. <laughs> but sing it like you mean it. Because if you don't take on this identity, I can't do it for you. And I want so bad for every one of you to get the freedom. But you have to want it. You have to declare it. You have to say it with your word.
unravel me with melody. You surround me with the song of deliverance from my enemies until all my fears are gone. Sing it out. Cause I'm no longer a slave to fear. Cause I am a child of God. Cause I'm no longer a slave to fear. Cause I am a child of God. And from my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Oh. 
saying Jesus didn't do enough. And when he died, it was enough. When he died, it was enough. So Father, challenge us. Challenge us to honor Jesus by accepting that you love us and you want good for us. Blows me away how much the enemy works on our minds to make us believe we can't accept the good things you want for us, Father. And Father, I know you never said it would be easy. You never said it, it we wouldn't have to persevere things. And I know we have to go through hurt and we have to go through pain. Sometimes it's caused against us. Sometimes we cause it. But you want us to know that you love us and that we are your children. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. So, Father, thank you for Small Town Barbecue. Father, I pray a blessing over their staff today, over the cooks, not just James and Abigail, but the cooks, the people that work here, the people that serve. They're coming to work to do their job, but, Father, bless them in their work. And Father, please bless the food that we're going to eat in Jesus' holy name. Amen.